Hi, this is Deborah Ann Wool. Thank you for listening to the Children of Erte podcast, presented by Demiplane. You can join us live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv backslash RPG, or catch up with the VOD of each episode on the Demiplane YouTube channel. Bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way Welcome back to Children of Erte, my my scholars and my scoundrels. I'm glad that you are back. Uh, let's get started. I'm going to kick it on over to Adam. Who are our sponsors, Adam? Well, I've first got to get off mute. And then second of all, we are at the end of our diehard list. And so I've got to scramble and go find the next list that we have here. Well, you only need... And- few more so we'll get yeah a few more oh. yeah so. well I, did deb just give us stones of scoundrels and scholars there you go <laughs> all right that's what we're gonna go with today until i can find <laughs> the other yes list. but um but we're gonna start off with idol champions of the forgotten realms thank you so much for the continued support you can find an electrum mm-hmm. chest code on the overlayer bouncing around the chat we have Die Hard Dice, who has gifted our cast with, what was it again? Stones of Scholars and Scoundrels. Stones of Scholars and Scoundrels. Thanks so much. You can use the code AirTag hey, to get 10%. I got one. Order. Take that, Tall Halfling. <laughs> <laughs> tall Halfling, you can put on notice. So with that, uh, we're also giving away a $20 gift code in chat so pay attention to the prompts there and finally sirenscape because epic games need epic sound i'm adam bradford cdo at demiplane and i'm playing silas sorrell your dimensionally displaced magical super fan <laughs> oh boy uh hey everybody alicia marie here you can find me on socials at alicia marie body i'm a costume artist and actor and today I will be playing Feruza Armstrong, attorney at law, who has just heard three ominous knocks behind the doors. <laughs> she goes, who's there? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Best opening to any play ever. Um, <laughs> hi, I am Jen Kretschmer. Uh, you can find me on the interwebs as at DreamWisp. You can find me streaming on Twitch as DreamWisp Jen. Um, and today I am playing your friendly neighborhood troublemaker, Maeve Morgan Flynn, who is, uh, yeah, wondering what the heck is is knocking at us. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the content manager over at Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. Uh, check out my website, lauren-urban.com for all the social things. Tonight, I'm playing Carolyn Neb Stern, who's a scholar. I would like to think I'm a scholar. I'm pretty sure I'm a scoundrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And hello, everyone. I am Hope Lavelle. You can follow me on the socials at the Hope Lavelle. And tonight I am playing Miss Robin Beckett, your favorite adventuring granny. And uh, you know what? The best way to open a door is just to knock politely. So this could be good. (laughs) 
I'm with you. <laughs> Wonderful. And I'm Deborah Amwell. I'm your storyteller this evening. Um, so let's settle in, get comfortable for the 71st chapter Whoa. of Children of Verte. Guys, this has been, this is epic. Here we go. Yeah. So last time, yes, you all finally made it through the jungles of Lorelia, uh, found an open door and were thrown by gusts of wind across the vast wasteland of Etna. Um, unfortunately, your spider rock friend uh, took a lot of damage. You do still have sort of their central carapace that is emitting a little bit of this sensory uh, tracking. Um, so you are able You've been using that as a way to kind of guide yourself towards uh, finding Floris. After quite a long walk through this wasteland, you finally came to a ravine and found a set of gold doors sort of set slanted into the side of the, the sand, almost like a cellar door in a you know old fashioned farmhouse. Um, and as you were investigating this, as Feruza said, she approached that door and was sort of about to reach towards it when suddenly you heard kind of a rushing, whistling noise. And it went quiet. What would you like to do? Um, Feruza turns to the group and says, should I answer it? Yeah, I mean, we were about to do exactly that. So I guess now it's our turn to answer the door. Okay. Maybe wonders um, if, it, if it will have shoelaces she can tie together. <laughs> uh, okay, and I know it's a double door, right? Yes, so that's double two. door. <clears throat> I don't want to invite them in just in case, you know, it's, I don't know. You've heard those old stories about like you let someone in and it's like something wouldn't this, let in. Wouldn't this be more of letting them out? Yeah. What? You, think you guys have such letting... a good track record with letting things out. <laughs> <laughs> I right. mean, Robin's right. This is, you're going to be opening up the door out, right? So. That's true. We're letting them, we're letting it, them, whatever it is out. All right. Be ready. I'm going to step aside and then I'm going to sort of call out on an angle. Who's there? <laughs> Me. I mean, it's worth a shot. Like, <laughs> why not try okay. and see who's on the other side? Just see if they answer. We'll or at least give us a joke. what you do when someone knocks on the door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's, let's just... It says orange. <laughs> <laughs> orange who? Orange and cloud. I didn't say banana. <laughs> All right, they're good people. Open the door. Open the door. Yeah, I'd like to go um, back to... <laughs> okay. So, no, you don't, you don't actually get a response, but you do notice that, like... Your voice, each of you, as you've been speaking, you know, this wind that's whipping around, even in this slightly kind of protected ravine, it is still whew, kind of in one direction, taking quite a bit uh, of a, a swoop through this ravine, that as soon as you speak, you're, you know, the, the sound is just kind of taken from you. So you've got to be quite loud to okay. be heard. Um, so even as you say this towards the door, you, you, you have a few doubts about whether it even could be heard on the other side of that door. Okay. Um, Bruce is just gonna, first she's gonna place her hand on the door to see if she can see if it's hot or cold because she remembers we've had issues with this before. <laughs> Look, you learn, you learn. <laughs> this, this uh, you place your hand on the door. It it feels the same, sort of the, the surrounding temperature. It doesn't have 
um, extra heat or extra cold to it. Um, it is feels like gold. It has that sort of smooth texture, but the sand that has been kind of pummeled into it, it's almost like it has been like with sandpaper smoothed over the years by that kind of push of wind and sand across it for a long time. Uh, it's mm. been been like finely sanded down. Fruz is going to turn. Oh, go ahead. Does that imply that the doors are solid gold? Do you want to make an investigation check? Sure. My thinking is that if if they were gold plated and they've been worn by the sand for so Mm -hmm. long, that probably would have scraped the sand off and we would be seeing whatever was underneath. Sure. Go ahead and make an investigation. investigation. (laughs) Uh, 14. Um, yeah, that feels like the right kind of direction for you. You don't see any place where the wear is exposing anything other than this same, this same color and texture. Are you're not? Are you standing next to me, Nave? Or I'm sort of tucked in by behind where the door would open because my thinking is if the door opens, I can sort of hide behind it and sneak out. Got you. I'm standing you- next to you though. You're saying, yeah. of course you yeah. are, Nev. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, um, she's gonna, Fruz gonna turn to Nev and say, it feels like you're every, everyday average gold door. <laughs> Golden a, cellar door. Yeah, yeah, just your average, you know, double yeah. gold cellar doors in the middle of a alien planet in a desert that has a knocking happening behind it, so. It's a wee bit ostentatious, don't you think? <laughs> Maybe. Go doors. Yeah. Rosa, open the door. Yeah. Let's let's see right. who's knocking. Rosa grabs the handle, turns, and opens. So you do. They do turn, and as you do, you can see in the little sliver between them. It's like, oh, just like a quarter of an inch there. There are latches on the other side that, when you turn the handles, kind of release the door as if it did have kind of a locking mechanism. Um, for Ruza, as soon as you release those two little latches, just this gust of wind pushes back. And I'd like everyone, basically, other than, I mean, Maeve and Feruza for sure. Neb, were you close? Yeah. And Silas and, and, uh, and uh, Robin, maybe a little bit further back? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, so oh. not you two, but you three. Maeve, Neb, and Feruza, all of you need to make strength saving throws for me. Strength saving throws. Come on, man. This is this is not gonna go well. Oh, <laughs> look at that. Natural 20, 27. Hey! <laughs> I, I got a natural 19 for an 18. Which is 18 for, for Neb and me. I got a natural five for a four. However, however, however. Well, let me see what's happening before I, I <laughs> let's find out what happens with what I, I want to try and do. Okay. Luckily, I also uh, rolled poorly. So uh, that's helpful for you. So five points of damage for uh, you, Neb. Uh, two each for Feruza. I'm sorry, not Neb, for you, Maeve. Neb and Feruza, two points each. Um, mm-hmm. Feruza, as this thing whoop, flies open, you are strong enough to hold on to those handles. And basically, your feet go flying up in the air as this gust pushes you back, holding on to that uh, that door as tightly as you can. Uh. Neb, you're just on the other side. You get flung back, but kind of along the, the, the ground a bit. So you're kind of able to dig your heels in and hold your position. Maeve, however, gets hit with the full force of this and 
just head over toes, flying through the air until you land in the sand a good 20 feet away. Um, taking yet one more, another three points of damage on impact. Um, may I make a case for something? You absolutely may. Um, mm. There is something that I am able to do, um, which improves my ability to jump. Um, and I was wondering if it would be possible that I could try and leap out of the way of it, because I I, I leap further, both both length and height. Let's do let's 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 give you advantage on that dexterity saving throw. Let's okay. see if your ability to do that can give you an edge in this situation. So we'll just roll another one, see if you get any higher. That's a natural twenty on the first hey! roll. So. <laughs> Ready? Oh, take Ready. it back. Neb, that's what would have happened to you if you weren't quite as spry as you actually are. As soon as you feel that gust of wind hitting you, you you push off from one side, giving yourself a, out a, you know opposite direction, or able to land on your feet just a little bit ways away, taking still the half damage, so two points as well. Okay, perfect. Um, meanwhile, Veruza, <laughs> you are just hanging on to these doors with your legs flapping in the air, uh, you know, as this gust of seemingly endless gust of air just rushes out of this, this corridor. Looking down through your hands as you're holding on to the handles, you can see that on an angle, this just kind of continues down into darkness as it just blows into your face and your hair uh, streaking back. Um, oh yeah, the glasses are gone. Uh, maybe Silas will grab those in the air for you if he can find them. Uh, unless he had one of those fancy uh, you know, connectors on them, just gone. Those of us who are roller coaster riders and glasses wearers will know the uh, the trials and tribulations of that. Um, and yeah, and then Neb, you are sort of hunkered down to one side of the door and uh, Maeve to the other side. Robin and is a little ways back, I assume. Uh, Silas, you are hovering in the air a little off to the side. Uh, and yeah, this air just does not seem to stop. It just... And I, when, when you say it, I'm looking, mm -hmm. I'm looking, I'm looking through the doors, but down and through the doors, there's a, like a crevice or what is it? Like it's, it's a corridor, just like you, you know, would sort of expect. It's just on a slant heading sort of okay. down, like, you know, down deeper underneath the sand into the dune. Okay. And it just gets dark a little further on. Um, but this air is going. Hey, Ruza. <laughs> Yes! Can you see who not? What? Who not? <laughs> Did she say close the door now? I, 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 I can I can hear Robin because I'm closer, I assume. Yes. And then I am going to just message uh, to uh -huh. Theresa, do you know who not? She should be able to hear it. I don't know. <laughs> you see me? No creature, yes. Oh. <laughs> I want to start using the underwater sign language that we were using to try and communicate. Okay. And what are you going to try to communicate? Anyone remembers it. I will. I got to look at the sheet. Make an intelligence, like, like a history intelligence check to see how much you remember. Sure. Me? We'll let no. it go. No, uh, Maeve. Okay. <laughs> this has been an uncomfortably long time and it hasn't stopped at this point. Yes. It, I mean, we're talking, it's been 30 seconds now, Oof. continuing oh to go. 
17 for your friend who doesn't actually have magic to talk to anybody else <laughs> otherwise. So yeah, you remember that you can say things like up, down, need help, danger, you know, kind of these okay. basic symbols. You, you remember generally how to make those and communicate these simple need air. <laughs> Which is there a too much air? <laughs> um, okay. Then maybe I'll just pocket that until we need like yeah. a danger, need help. Okay. Kind you got of it. Thing. You can remember those symbols. And wish people had gone to take sign language classes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, I, I'd love to picture that Neb, like three point landing, like grabbed the ground and scraped back. And so she's going to scramble forward. And she's not going to get in front of the door or Frieza, uh -huh. but she's going to kind of like grab the side and uh -huh. try to do a peek <laughs> and see. Because she's like a flag. Uh, yeah, well, just, just her head. I think she might have heard Robin, but she definitely has the same question. Like, got it. <laughs> so, yes, you pull your body down, staying low to the ground so that there's less surface area for this wind to grab. Again, as Farizzi, you are still just holding Rag on, pulling. windsurfing along. You're just a this, kite. You know, Superman style. Diagonal in yeah. the air. Oh, holding I'm on with all you can. Way. I mean, if you weren't getting taller by now, you're <laughs> <laughs> all those joints are cracking um so yes neb you pull yourself around the corner getting your fingers sort of you know just just enough of your head to sort of look in again just immediately wind pulling back hair face skin anything that's not sort of buckled down to your your person um as you're looking down this long corridor uh, if you'd like to give me either a perception or an investigation check you can yeah. Um, let's do perception. Yeah, I'll also do perception. Do yeah. Okay. Okay. 17. A 17 for Feruza, for Neb. 26. 26. So <clears throat> with the 17 for you can see that this corridor is like clean, right? That this wind has just absolutely swept anything out of this area. It is stone. And you're seeing this again, the same kind of like, it's just been sanded down. It's very smooth, sort of stone sandstone corridor in front of you. Um, so there are no tracks or anything that you can pick up. Um, Neb, with your dark vision, as well as your roll of a 26, you can see further down this corridor, there is an end. It's probably about 150, 160 feet away. Um, it's quite dark. And you can see there's some def there's something at the end of this corridor. It's there's a there's a different texture at the bottom of this corridor than what you're what you what you can see along the edges. Hello? You, is there less wind down there, Neb? Uh, that I don't know. Probably not. If the wind is coming from there, then there's probably more mm. wind. But there's there's something or someone down there, but it's a long way down. Uh, How far? Si Silas flies up uh, okay. to, to where they are, just where he can uh, Get a view as well. hear them a little bit better. Well, yes. he's, he's not too concerned about looking right now. But um, ne Neb, uh, what is it that you're seeing? Um, it's about like a, the football field and a half away. It's all the way down. There's there's something down there, but it's real far away. That's why I thought I'd say hi. I don't even know if there is anybody there, but there is there is an end to this corridor thing. How? How can I'm, there I'm be gonna, an end? I'm going to look myself this time, like and and yep. just hold on and, and look. 
to see if I can visualize uh, what the end of um, okay, you can also do a perception to see if you can see that far. Do you have any sort of dark vision? I do not. Okay. It's um, a dirty 20. Yeah, you're no help. Uh, you know, it's 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 too dark, actually, really, even for you to see much. Um, but, yeah, it is, it is far away. It gets very dark. And all that Neb can really make out is that the texture changes on that back wall. Um, I have an idea. Sorry, you go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. Try yours first. Because <laughs> mine is mine is weird. Neb. Oh. Yeah. I think I could throw you down there. Okay. And and then <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Good idea. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to get you back, but you could probably ride the wind. I was about to say, if there's nothing there, I think I'm just going to come shooting out of here like a cannon, but I, I'm game if you are. How? Uh, well, I don't know, but I feel like with my mind, I could throw you down there. Just a snap of my fingers. I have to work really hard, but I can do it. I can get you 150 feet. Uh, well, that, I mean, it, it's been a while since I've been to the, the football games, but yeah, I think that's about how far it is. So Neb is going to like hunker a little bit, um, like getting ready to be thrown. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, the shaft of yes, this, this what yes. is it made out of? Um, like sandstone. It looks, it looks like the sand outside, except it's densely packed. Um, is it worked stone or is it regular or worked stone and uh, sand or like as if natural? some like it has blocks or something like that in that kind of way? Yeah. No, no, no. It looks like a solid piece. Perfect. Okay, Neb is gonna hunker on down and she's gonna be prepared to do something when she arrives wherever she's gonna go. I'm uh, Silas Good. is going to Neb. What kind of uh, equipment do you have like on you? Like, I mean, obviously you got a shirt on or something, but is there I have anything? This. Um, is that something I mean, are, you're going to hold on to? Yes, absolutely. I, yeah. I will lose everything else before I lose and it. And then Silas just touches it uh, to make it light up. Ooh. Oh. Because I'm just trying to see wherever she ends up. Gotcha. I want to peg Sorry. it with my gotcha. eyes. Can, okay. can I can I flavor this for a little absolutely. bit? Absolutely. So you're casting light on her stone? It's like regular light, but you can now really clearly see all of the little rainbow flecks on it. So it's it's almost like a tiny little disco ball. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, with it lit up, it's very, something that was very hard to see is now incredibly clear. Oh, okay. She'll stick it back in her pocket and I'll pull it out as soon as I'm there. Oh, all right. Whatever Miss Robin We're is doing, here. Silas is ready in action for when... Um, sees uh, sees light um, at its most uh, far away point. Okay, so you're ready in action when you see the light at the farthest away, when, when you see the light appear where Robin throws. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to appear or if it's going to be right. there the whole time, but whenever he sees yeah. it stop okay. at its at its most uh, distant. You're ready uh, for you something. Know. Okay, then, then I will okay. actually hold it in my hand because I'm also going to have a ready to action for when I appear. Okay, fantastic. All right. <laughs> so you're all sort of gathered around these cellar doors, 
Feruza yeah. still hanging on to these <laughs> these handles. Um, <laughs> um, as everyone's sort of gathered, staying out of the main gust, uh, Neb, you were holding on to your, your stone. It is lit up with Silas's magic. Um, Robin, what are you throwing our friend in the hallway? This wouldn't even be the first time. I'm here for it. I know. <laughs> Robin just kind of like is like hunkering down a little. She's like, all right, 24, 32. <laughs> mm. Hot, so we hot, hot with this. <laughs> and uh, 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 Neb is just going to disappear and be forced to work 150 feet. <laughs> awesome. Nice. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Neb, you are okay. Neb, you are the rest of you, we're gonna get to what you see in a minute. Neb, you are vortex worked 150 feet down this corridor. As soon as you appear in the air, um, you see right in front of you, 10 foot deep jagged spikes sticking out of this the, the end of this corridor um Ooh. the air that is pushing seems to be gone you don't know where that is coming from you have gotten past whatever that is and as you look down below you there's a hole in the floor and <gasps> yay okay what would you like to do yay so i don't know if this will work now but uh, the <laughs> hole in the floor under me how big is it uh like five feet by five feet Perfect. So the thing that I was holding on to was the ability to change the earth around me. I had planned on molding it behind me to oh. keep from being pushed out like a cannon. But seeing the spikes in the hole, I'd like to do that under me real quick. <laughs> so maybe I fall like five feet and then just there's just Fantastic. pulled out of the sandstone. A big block of more sandstone just gets yanked out and hopefully I land on it. <laughs> so maybe out of the side or something like that, you pull some, <laughs> some stone out and place it then below you instead. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a, um, ah! <sighs> as you As you place it below you and you land on that piece there, however, um, you feel a little bounce. To the stone to the ground to the stone there's a little a little sort of spring effect as you land on that ground and i'd like you to make a dexterity saving throw please okay this is this is all real good things that's a seven <laughs> that's a seven that's a seven silas uh you see the lighted stone of neb at the other end um is there something you wanted to do when you see it at the other end of that corridor uh, yes, okay. um, I am going to, um, I, so Silas, um, closes his eyes, but you still see light coming out of both eyes temporarily. Yes. And then he, um, kind of goes like translucent, silvery translucent for just a second. And mm -hmm. then, you know, anybody that is like seeing it can see like imperceptible, almost, uh, just barely like shimmery silver. And I am going to step into this astral place and then reemerge where uh, Neb is uh, and physically manifest again over there. And I am basically just uh, trying to grab onto her. Okay, Whoa. fantastic. Whoa. Um, <laughs> and you are still flying. Flying, that is correct. Yeah. <sighs> Okay. Oh my god. Um I'm I'm intentionally playing operation here. 
I gotcha. Um, so you see her kind of, you see this light kind of go, you know, drop like two feet and then maybe also see it waver a little bit as this little spring effect happens. Uh, you disappear, run to where this needs to, where you need to be, reappear, grab time, on. Time to works her. differently there. Yes. So, you know, I'm kind of like leisurely strolling. God, and I, yeah, yeah. And I Just come, come out on the other side. Sauntering. Of the moon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, reappear. Wrap your arms around Neb. I would still like you to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Silas. Hey, Neb. Um, and uh, that's going to be an 18. Okay. Um, as both of you feel that the entire back half of this corridor swings down like a pendulum. The, the, the horizontal spikes swinging down to now become vertical spikes at the bottom of a 30-foot drop. Um, this entire corridor swings now banging you into the wall as it scoops you down. Um, you are both going to take a little bit of bludgeoning from that. Five points of bludgeoning damage each as the wall bangs into you and kind of Did I succeed on the save? You succeeded on the save, which means that the spikes do not, you are able to, because you're right next to them, you're able to avoid the spikes hitting you, and certainly you don't fall into them <laughs> as really? Silas is I, I guess what I'm saying is, is I yes. have evasion, and if I okay. succeed on the save, I don't take half damage. Or, or you don't take half or anything? Yeah, and neither does anybody within five feet. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, um, well, I don't think I succeeded, though. Uh, but she yeah. wouldn't take anything as long well, as Well, no, she, she would. Uh, if she... If she, I see uh, if she succeeded. Actually, let me let me check the ability. Sorry, this is I think the second time I've used. No worries. I mean, I'm making a wild guess that seven does not succeed. Does not succeed. Yeah. Yeah, I just can't mm -hmm. remember if it is. Uh, Silas succeeds. Mm -hmm. sorry, sorry, sorry. While while he's looking at that up, just so that okay, I have yeah. a clear picture, the piece of ground that I have created that yes. was is that now still under me it's still there but okay it, it's now shifted down and now it's like to your to the side okay neb is only going to take down. half even if she failed so she'll take half if she fails okay okay so, so you two can only take another two okay um from Eight. just getting hit by the wall huh. as it pushes you down you are also saved from you know the flying will keep you up from being caught on any of those those 10 feet of spikes below you oh um you're now floating kind of right above these spikes. Well, in this once I see what's going window. on, I'm, I'm just looking uh, because she again has lit up stone at least. Mm -hmm. I'm looking to see if there is a place to go uh, to safety. You um, can go up, back. Thing. You can go up, back towards the corridor where you were initially, um, but there does not seem to be any way out other than the hole that Neb plugged earlier. <laughs> uh, Silas, first, yes. thank you. Second, hold on a second because the walls were weird. And I want to reach out and touch what was the springy wall because I was expecting it to be stone and it's, it's springy. What's so going on? It is springy um, or it, it was it was springy. Well, it is solid stone, I should say. Um, but mm. what you think you maybe felt was whatever this trap mechanism was, oh. that you activated it by putting some weight on that wall. Mm and allowing it then to swing down. But Silas appeared and grabbed you and flew, and now you are... Okay. Do we see any um, uh, kind of uh, mechanism that has the air going? You do uh, not from where you are, no. But there is no blowing air in this particular spot. 
but we can we see the corridor from which the so we knew the air was thirty coming? feet above you is where this once you know when it was horizontal connected to the rest of the corridor. It is an open hole up there as of now. I'm having a lot of trouble with this. One. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, no, no, I think I, I got I this. It was, it was a pivot trap. corridor. We were, we were like there's this a pivot here, point. and it went. <laughs> yes, there's a pivot point. So like a like a crane. You know, it it pivoted down um, and is now as if you were if you were walking across it horizontally, there is now instead you drop down into a a, a pit trap that was once horizontal. And I, 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 I'm not there, but um, okay. yeah, it's, <laughs> sorry, no. but I am I am attempting to find yes. a place where I could put down Neb safely. So here you see no place to put anyone right. down. There is just the spikes below you, but you can fly up. 30 feet to get back to the horizontal corridor. Okay, you know that. what is behind you, which goes back out to your friends. You don't now know what, you know, anything else because that used to be the corridor you're now in. Okay. So I, as I feel you kind of starting to rise, Silas, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. And I'm gonna reach back out. Actually, I don't even have to touch it. The uh, block of earth that I moved to land on. Yes. I want to remove that now because now I'm expecting there to be a, a hole going sideways. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you remove it. You put this block of earth, I guess, someplace Back in the hole went. that you made. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you do now see a dark open hole. Now, with your dark vision and the light from this, you know, your stone that is here, you can see a very dark secondary corridor that continues to go down from this direction. So this was an elaborate kind of trap. Cool. Yeah, so, so elaborate that I have just lost all sense of direction. That's okay. I think that's what happens I, when you fly a lot. Yeah, when you don't have gravity, it's hard to maintain. Yeah. So, I don't know if that's where we have to go, but that's that's where we should be going. Somewhere up in the corridor, the wind goes away, and so my guess is, if you were able, like me, to get past the wind, then all of a sudden spikes. And then as soon as you reach the part where there's the spikes, if you were able to stop yourself, then the whole thing turned into uh, this. Like, wh whatever you're spikes. doing with, with the stone here, can you just cover up the spikes with them? Like, uh, how deep is the... So the, the hold in the side is right above the level of those spikes. So if you were to put the stone, you know, the, the earth that you have there, you would block the hole. Now, I don't know if you can like compress it down into the spikes or not. Are the spikes made of stone? They are. Okay. Oh, um, if you try to loose earth, you can instantly excavate it, move it along the ground, deposit it up to five feet away. So, so yeah, I'm going to excavate it and, <laughs> and basically pull it up and then like pull the spikes up just a little bit. So I excavate them out and then turn them over so that it's the flat bits <laughs> and then push them back down again. All Whoa. right, you, you know, sort of, you, you know, as Silas is holding you there, you know, stay, by stay the, still for a second. Hold on. By the waist, and you're before. over here ah. doing way, your somatic. Way to go, Neb Beifong. Awesome. And you Epic. flip the spikes over uh, down on their sides. But let's pause from you for a minute. Any <laughs> of you watching? Perusa. What are they doing in there? Like a front, front row view here. You see Neb's light appear, then Silas disappears, and the light disappears. <laughs> As and you probably don't hear anything because the roar of this wind is so hard. So you'd but just basically see them 
and and mm-hmm. and Neb's light just mm-hmm. go out of existence. Oh no, oh. I've killed her. <laughs> what? what How done? do you know? I swore to protect her and I just threw her to her death. I I, I am okay. eventually just to, to let you yes. know, Neb. I am a like, you know, as soon as I know that Neb is safe, yes. I can point a finger and say something to them. So I'll okay. let you decide oh. when that comes in because okay. like I don't have to see them or anything else, but okay. I, I can can talk to them at that distance as long as they haven't significantly moved. I'm going to say that it probably takes at least 30 to 60 seconds for all of this to happen and you guys to like get your bearings and then turn the earth around so that you can put Neb down. So we're going to give them a minute. Yeah, (laughs) got it. I just wanted to make sure that it it was clear we weren't like just completely noping out. Of course, of course. Okay, yeah. All right, so yes. So at the start, at the top of this minute, uh, Robin uh, has the the terrible (laughs) realization that she has now... Yeah. <laughs> she's killed. Oh, I guess it could happen she's to the best of us. into the afterlife. <laughs> it's the best way to go, actually. <laughs> Beated by Robin. <laughs> oh, should, should we go in there? At, we need to go in there after them now. How? I can't see her flapping. Well, if there's something in there that's killing people, perhaps jumping right into it isn't the best way. But also, doesn't it seem like we're jumping to conclusions a bit with the oh, they're already dead. <laughs> I I'm just don't worry, Wart. I'm sorry. I just. But since when? <laughs> since I killed Neb. <laughs> Man. Ten seconds of character growth, right there. Yes, right there. <laughs> Solid take. You know what? Bruce is going to inhale all this air into her lungs and thaumaturgy her voice. No, I totally buy it. So I think I think I got all the spikes taken care of. Oh, nab, 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 nab. It's just ricochets down, echoing through this this cavern. It absolutely does using thaumaturgy to get past uh, this roaring wind. Uh, so I just see Perusa just screaming into the void. Uh, and you two, just as you're getting settled, hear Feruza's voice sort of shake the entire uh, stone corridor beneath you. Um, All right. At, at this point, then, I'm yes. going to just you know reach out with my mind and say, uh, it's not Neb, but it's Silas. And uh, we're like, okay down here. Um, and uh, that's what he's going to say to Feruza. Okay. is flapping in the wind. She's you can respond. Face. You don't have to yell. You can respond in kind, and I will. Mention oh, that. I can. Yes. Ooh. Okay. So in her mind, she says, "Got it." <laughs> she turns. To, she turns to Maybe. She says, "They're fine. <laughs> They're fine." And then and uh, uh, Maeve pointedly looks at Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't doubt myself. <laughs> And then uh, Silas is going to say, um, do you still have wind up there? Yes. <laughs> Even in her She's speaking like the sloth in that one. Um, yeah. So, um, all right. So, so Silas is going to say, okay, give me a second. I'm going to see if there's some kind of, you know, off button down here or something. And um, I am going to just like, Neb, you're okay. If I just place you here for just a second. Yeah, absolutely. I'm placing you like in the you know other corridor, 
And then you said I can fly up to see? You can fly up through this now vertical shaft back to the horizontal corridor. Okay, I'm I'm flying up there just to see if I can investigate. I um, I am going to light up my ring so the light on her stone goes away, but light up the ring just to see what I can see. And I'm looking for like some kind of... uh, Fantastic. You fly up 30 feet to the top of this thing. And there's, again, no air in this kind of corridor where this is quite dark down here, but you have the light on your ring. Um, You can see that straight away here, there is now an open sort of shaft that's been carved out to your right. um, And another door, like our corridor that continues down in the direction that, that this one would have gone if there weren't spikes at the end of it has now been revealed. So you could continue down that way. Back to your left, you can just see the light at the end of the corridor where your friends are in this little gap where, you know, if you were closer, you could see Feruza's face. You don't feel the wind at this point in the corridor. But remember, you are you know, now about 120 feet from where. But we but I do not see a lever uh, like Indiana you Jones style lever. do not lever see anything lever. like that, no. Um, so I'm, I'm going to fly. Um, um, I'm just going to give an update to the group upstairs. Mm-hmm. And this time uh, I'm uh, going back to Feruza and I'm just saying, okay, Feruza, no luck on Indiana Jones levers right away, but I'm sure there's some kind of solution here. Give, give us just a second. And I'm going to fly back down to Neb and say, okay, I think that maybe this is like where they just expected people to be dead. And then they were going to walk into this corridor and like get up all the blood and guts and everything. Um, maybe, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe up is like where we need to go. Like I'm going to take you up there to help me check it out real quick. And then we can decide where we're going to um, like what we need to do about getting everybody else down here. Well, I think that's a good idea. Can I offer an alternative, which is if you think this corridor is like access access shaft to backstage that people can come here and do cleanup, <laughs> yeah. this backstage. might also be some way to go. Do you want to give me a, a like 30 seconds and just look uh, down well, and see if I, what I can see? Yeah, like how how uh, how well and and this is probably more Adam to Deb. Like yeah. I'm trying to understand. Like, are we in a precarious situation right now where we think that whatever this trap is is going to like you know, come back and like reset or anything? You like, don't know right now. It's. Uh-huh. I, I guess what I'm saying is, it, be... is it is it creaking? Is oh. it? Uh, you can give me a perception check on that <laughs> if you want. Um, that is a twelve. A twelve. Yep. Can't tell. Uh, it's very, you know, it seems solid. It's not moving now. You don't hear any noises. Um, okay. Yeah, it just yeah. What, like whatever we do now, let let let's hurry. Okay. Yeah. Just give me give me like I said, thirty seconds. I'll try not to go out of sight, and I'm gonna the the corridor that I opened up. Yes. How big is that? So that as you sort of step, you know, sort of look in. There's a little drop, about a three foot sort of drop out of this corridor into that one. Um, this seems to open up. There's like a good little like like 10 feet of straight corridor. And then it seems to open up into a larger space. Okay. I'm not going to enter the larger space, but I'll, I'll once again, three stooges my head in and just kind of okay. take a quick look around. So you jump down that little little three foot ledge on the bottom. Again, it's this very smooth sandstone, um, really like a, like a wind tunnel. It has that, you know, sort of you know, like you see out in the desert, those carved uh, uh, mesas and things yeah. that have been created by by wind. Um, and so you kind of creep down towards this edge. And as you look out, this is an enormous sort of 
windswept room. And from where you are, you can't, even with your dark vision, see the other side of this space. Um, but the walls all around are kind of dotted with little indentations and holes of very different sizes. Again, everything kind of as if wind has moved through them in smaller and larger spaces and, you know, and really created this, um, uh, this sort of globe of a room with little accesses. Um, you do, give me a per perception, perception check. Uh, would you do that please? Yes. Uh, plus seven. You do notice um, some sticky stuff on the ground. As you are walking over, kind of again, keeping yourself low, because you can hear there's some in this larger room. Um, you, you know, you maybe touch a little blech on the just sticky, like a little bit of glue or something on the ground. Does it look like like spider silk or anything like that, or no. just no more like saliva, something oh. like that. <laughs> sticky saliva. Well, I guess with all the wind, if you're going to catch something, mm. um, I'll back away and head back towards Silas and say it's a really big room. I can't see all of it without going in, um, and. There's something sticky all over the place, which could be how people get around when there's all the wind, or it could be how people eat things when there's all the wind. I'm not sure. Maybe both. Do you want to get everybody to explore yeah, let's, here? Yeah, let's go up and see what we can find probably up there. Because I don't want to deal with, you know. Back um, up at the front of the cat the corridor, are you all still holding tight until you get more word okay great so, more, yeah okay you're still holding tight all right back then, to you silas I, I, yeah i'm just uh, so if i'm understanding right there were two corridors that aren't the corridor towards the rest of the group so yes there's the one at the bottom of this pit trap that neb just checked out and oh, leads okay. to this kind of hive area um and then up above in the direction you thought you were going to go horizontally has now opened up another a second corridor right. that continues in that direction let's let's do some quick recon here uh neb to see if we can find out how to turn this wind off oh you mean up there at the top where the I, well okay. yeah sorry i i thought we i i, I am flying up and okay carrying. so you okay. carry okay and you hold neb and kind of you can get you can actually stand on the the you know left side of the corridor the corridor direction that goes back towards your friends um again across this 30 foot expanse is now open um to a you know to a pit below and some clear space and then continues on deeper into the ground in that direction uh but you know towards your friends you can you can walk that direction and, and there's no wind and you can use gravity well how, so how far so how far do we think it is is before it, the wind know, shows up well, well uh, yeah, I mean, maybe I'm just trying to understand, like, are we are we 150 feet away from you're, your friends? You're now 120 feet. Yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, yeah I mean, I, let's see where the wind starts and see if there's anything um, we can yeah. see over there. Do you start nice and slow yeah. and see if we can find out where, you know, Flying there's an walking. obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you go slow, a step at a time, reaching your hand out a little bit, and it becomes quite obvious. About 40 feet from the opening, you can see Feruza real clear as she hangs on for dear life. <laughs> Thank goodness you're strong, Feruza. Just locked in. Um, 
there's a, a very thin seam all along the edge of the, the walls and the floor. And just like a, you know, a Dyson vacuum, it seems to be just, you know, through that little seam and, you know, sucking straight out towards the, the, the exit. Um, it's this sort of little vacuum pull. Um, and you're fine a foot away within that, but as soon as you put your hand forward, you can feel how intense that wind is just beyond that seam. So it's about 40 feet from the edge, the, the doors where Fruza's holding on. Can, can we like- Her eyes watering. Know, can you excavate whatever this is in the wall? Like I can definitely, yeah, yeah, I can definitely try like cover it up like I, I did with the spikes. You want to warn Feruza because if this works, yeah, she's yeah, suddenly going to stop flying like a kite. I got it. Hey, Feruza, we're about to try something. We just like always, we have no idea whether this is actually going to work <laughs> or not. Um, but just kind of warning you up there that the wind could, if successful, abruptly stop. So you know, whatever that means for you. Okay, whatever you need to do, as long as you're okay. And we're, she's going to turn. And I guess sort of attempt to tell Robin and Maeve that they're trying to stop the wind. <laughs> While flag pulling. <laughs> Pocahontas would be furious. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I will continue as long as this is still that sandstone, reach out and it's probably gonna take a couple of, of times of doing this, of like this five feet, this five feet, but like basically push some of the stone so that it covers up the hole. Okay. And as this is happening, Silas is uh, being incredibly uh, inspiring uh, to, to, to them. <laughs> it's just, you know, friends in the wind. All they are is friends in the wind. Silas, you're always incredibly inspiring. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You're terrible. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you chuck out a piece of the wall and attempt to place it sort of blocking this seam. Mm -hmm. um, it does, and it kind of gets sucked right into that spot because it's kind of, you know, exactly the right sort of size. And you can even hear a little as it's kind of getting sucked in, but you can see it is inching forward as if it's getting pulled by that suction and then the whole block just gets pulled up this shaft of lightning quick speed. Uh, Feruza, I need you to make a dexterity saving oh, wow. throw, please. Unbelievable. I mean, I we I did warn you. I, I thought I was going to be the cannon and I guess I've just made a cannon, sorry. So the good news, the good news is, is because of what she yes. is, she just have advantage on a dexterity You do have advantage on your dexterity saving throw. As you see a boulder of stone. I mean, she didn't even have to rely on danger since hurtling towards you. Okay, that one was an eleven, so I don't know about all that. <laughs> oh my god, how do I roll an eleven twice? No. Oh, oh no. Gross. So as this thing hurtles towards you, your first thought is, boy, I should probably let go of one of my hands and get out of the way. But you're just not quite fast enough as it boom full force mm. in the face um oh dear i think you're just gonna have to take this sorry well, I, do get, I do get advantage i get half on bludgeoning so you'll take half okay it is definitely bludgeoning yeah 
15 bludgeoning, so you can take half of that at seven bludgeoning as it whacks you in the face and just like, you know, <laughs> Daffy Duck, it just like <laughs> pushes Daffy. you back through the air, the sandstone cube. What um, the hell? Flying through until it lands on top of you. Oh, jeez. Oh. Ooh, for another 15. I'm sorry, for okay. another 12, so that's another six for you. Six, yeah, um, as you land on the sand, this block on top of you, uh, smushed like a, a Looney Tune. And um, as it, I'm it, sure like, we at least hear uh, this impact, yes, and as did. this is- Oh, you see uh, it. Yeah, okay. Mm. And so Silas uh, <gasps> is, is literally just shaking his head and he's like, same old song. And he and Don't he just say that, I've only it. done this the once. <laughs> Sorry for Rosa. Just Neb going. Oh, the I opposite of inspiring. <laughs> no problem. No, Neb is pretty no sure problem. that Furs is fine, That's but true. still, but still, yeah. Furza, you can you can climb out, dig yourself out from underneath this uh, block. Can she like push? It's quite heavy, but you're Noted. you're fairly strong and big, and I feel like yes, you can get yourself out from underneath. I mean, now maybe we need to try to like cover it up all at one time, and then it doesn't like doesn't have the force like. Maybe, maybe. Um, I mean, like, how much of that can you do? About that, that much at a time. Yeah, about, about like, about like the size of me if I was a cube, basically, or a bigger than me because I don't think I'm five feet anymore. And she gets very distracted for a moment trying to figure out how tall she is now, and then goes, "Yeah, I, I'm not going to be able to do everything all at once. At least not that way." Uh, you want to ask the the three up top if they've got any ideas, and I'll keep. Maybe there is a button and it's just hidden. I'll keep looking. Yeah, and then I'm just gonna say, Faruza, I couldn't see that you know incredibly well, but it looked like it didn't go that great. Also, I'll elbow Silas as he's obviously in the middle of this and say, "Tell her I said I'm sorry. Tell her I said I'm sorry. Tell her I said I'm sorry." Everything okay up there, Faruza? Faruza's gonna pinch her nose and go and blow herself out to normal proportions because she was flattened. <laughs> She inflates. <laughs> she can inflate herself. Crack her neck and say, I'm fine now, but if you two could stop throwing things up here. Uh, it certainly wasn't us throwing things. And I, I don't want to, you know, make too much of this, but we did warn you um, that something was going to you know, potentially happen. Um, that's not important right now, though. Um, I, I'm glad to hear that you're okay. Um, and uh, we've got what we have down here is apparently like a vacuum cleaner. I don't even know how vacuum cleaners work, though. Um, what? So that, yeah, it's like, I don't know, like a vacuum cleaner. They said something <laughs> about a Dyson. Like, I, I didn't have one of those. But um, but it's like, uh, it, it's like this ring all around the corridor uh, that is, like, doing air. And Nev is trying to find a switch or something right now. But um, we are, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, at an impasse here. We don't know how to block this air to get all of you down. I'm going to see if maybe we can figure something out to come in after you. I'll ask Robin. Maybe she worked in a wind tunnel before. You don't have to yell mentally. At oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Uh. And Fruz is going to turn to Robin and Maeve and say, we have to figure out a way to get in there after them. They're at an impasse. How far do we have to go? I mean, I think Robin, if she sees how far they are. 
Uh, at this point, like, they're 40 feet, you know, you can see them. They're about 40 feet in. I I think I have it in me to get you two over there. What? Say, hey, 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 hey. Like, at this point, we can kind of see each other, right? Yes. Okay. So if they're up there and everything, I'm going to say, okay, uh, Faruza, um, I can't talk to more than one of you right now. I haven't figured that out yet. Uh, but, Faruza, you clawed uh, your way back. To the group there, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to switch switch over to Miss Robin. I just didn't want you to think I was ignoring you, Miss Robin. Do we have like um, I, I don't I don't know. Like, do you think that you can get a couple of them down? Because then, especially Faruza can get down here because she's kind of strong. Um, like maybe we can like let a rope up because it's only like I don't know thirty or forty feet it looks like, and so maybe there's a rope and then you can like grab onto the rope. And then, like, Faruza can be like, you know, like, veins popping out. You know, and, like, <laughs> like just it. pull you down it. Well, I, like it. I, I won't like speak it. for Maeve, but I am not very strong. That sounds very... Well, you could, tie, you could tie it off, right? Like, just tie your... You're very good at tying knots. <laughs> if you'd like to try that so that I can keep my mental strength... Because I can get us all down there, but maybe this is better. You can you can get you you down there too. I can. It'll take extra energy, but I think I can. Um, just a question. Yes. Thinking back on it, did we do anything that sort of activated before the knocking? Is there anything specific that, thinking about it, that we might have done before we heard the knocks on the door? You can make. Again, like an intelligence. You know what? Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, okay. You can make an intelligence sort of uh, history check idea, if you'd like. Uh, nineteen. And nineteen. Um, the only thing that's coming to mind was proximity. Yeah, that I was thinking you were, had we were all sort of stayed closely back. looking at it and breathing on it. You would all kind of stayed back and then. It was sort of Feruza strode forward with you and Neb mm -hmm. to sort of, you know. Can I go up to the side to of the door and just blow on the door? Nothing responds to your blowing on the door. No. Okay. Actually, you know what, Neb? Like, yeah. I, I was just telling them that maybe we could give them a rope, but like, I don't have any rope anymore. Do you have any? That's an excellent question. Uh, Neb has been distracted just looking at all the walls near where this crack that's is. That's right, that's right. Do you need to, try to do to find. an investigation check for that? Uh, sure. Uh, me? Silas, no, I do not see a rope. And yes, if you could. Uh, and you, you, the can, you can use the plus eight inspiration. Um, oh, do you want you it? Like uh, is it D8? D8, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's, let's do that. I'd love to be able to turn this off if it's possible. Fantastic. <clears throat> Looking around, you can see no mechanical means uh, for this to work. Um, without knowing anything beyond that, you're you're pretty sure this is some kind of magic or or technology that you are completely unfamiliar with. And Silas, uh, this is is not going to be just a button or a lever to make this stop. This is more complicated than that. Or more magical than that. I haven't figured out how to figure out if things are magical or not. Do you have uh, any rope? No, I, I, I don't have any rope. Sorry. Miss Robin, I don't think our rope idea is going to work because we don't have any rope. 
Well, let me ask we, if people up here have rope. I could get someone down there with rope. That is, that that part's true, yeah. Does anyone up here have rope? Do I have rope? <laughs> also, Check where's your spider spider creature guy? Who has him? Oh. Who has the, the spy, oh, the rock spider? Maybe he has some silk he can give us. <laughs> rock silk. That's, that's <laughs> actually kind of appropriate here. Um, we have to carry him. I think Silas was carrying Silas him. Silas was telepathically, I think telepathically oh, I floating him. him. Yeah, so I feel like he might just be on the ground outside, uh, you know, still starts going, weakly going, that direction. Uh, I think I used all my rope when we were doing that tar thing at the mine. So I'm out. I, I, I have one. That I have one more. Yeah. 50 foot Mine was 50, though. What was yours? I have Wait, a 50 foot length. Okay. Of rope so still. you have 100 feet of rope still? Yeah. yeah. Actually, Wait, I, uh, I'm sorry. We have, I have a total of 100. All right, 150 oh, feet of rope to play with. Mm -hmm. Ooh. So we want to tie it to me, and then but, I walk and you guys come behind me? Is that the idea? We'll, 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 we'll vortex swarp you in, and okay. then you can use the rope to get either us or one of us. Oh, got you. Okay, okay. What do you think, Maeve? What are you looking at, Maeve? I'm just not... Uh, we can certainly try. I just think we're going to be flying like kites <laughs> and against the wind. And I'm not sure that I, I, I just it seems like something we did turned it on. Right. Mm -hmm. it, it we opened the door and when we got here. I think it was knocking we, on the door when we got here. When we got so, here, though, we could hear the wind through the crack. At least I that's far as I remember. It oh, knocked. We? Can someone ask you to stop blowing, maybe? That's why it was. it felt like proximity. Again, you had no indication if it was off before, but mm -hmm. when you got close, you could hear you could is, hear whistling behind it. Has the wind blowing um, revealed anything on the door frame at all? You could give me an investigation for that. Okay. That's a 19 again. A 19. Um, same deal as Neb. There is something about this door frame. Um, you can tell there's a technology. Uh, some whether that's magic or whatever this is that you you are not familiar with it could be okay. as simple as something from our world but you don't n understand it because it is alien um but there is something about the the um you know sort of the the door jam or the 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 mm -hmm. opening of this this opening that you know is similar to what neb feels about the place where this there's some sort of like circulatory connection in this corridor okay. that's going on. Like I said, Maybe. I can get two of you down there and I think I have enough to get 30 feet. I would just need to grab something. And What if we just put you in your backpack and then I wear your backpack? <laughs> that's, I mean... <laughs> I, We've done it before. <laughs> it could work. I, I don't know. So, well, I mean, I have one other thing I can try, and I mean, I can. I hate to use this now, but I will. Uh, I can try. What? I say pulsar into my ring. Ooh. Oh. Um. You do it. Yeah, I do. All right, Maeve disappears. Um, Maeve, this world is remarkably kind of 
similar to the sandy weird world of this other place that you go. Again, it doesn't perfectly match, but it has the same sort of sparkly quality to it. And you okay. can see the corridor going down in front of you. You can choose which landscape you would like to walk on and you are not affected by this wind. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and walk over to down down the hallway. Down the um, hallway. As I walk, do yeah. I see anything in that hallway that seems like it would be a mechanism since I'm not rushing against? Gotcha. You do not. It is an okay. absolutely, this is a wind tunnel. It is as if you were in the tube of a vacuum. This is just okay. air sort of sucking, being sort of forced out, forced air. Okay. And then I will go all the way to where uh, where uh, Neb and Silas are. <laughs> you see You've... Neb looking at the walls and Silas is singing. And... You also notice that Neb has figured out that with the same magic that she uses to move dirt and stone, she can cause shapes, colors, or both to appear <laughs> in it. And so now she's just like, as she's looking at things, she's just adding like hash marks in rainbow colors. Like, <laughs> I look there. I look there, I look there, uh, to write a word or something. Cyclist, this is really cool. I wish I knew how to do this before. This would have been a lot easier for a bunch of different things. The next people that come here are going to be like, oh, what are these ancient cuneiforms? <laughs> Whoa, what an interesting people. <laughs> and it's just they Neb writing her name over and over again in different colors. Such stones. stories. What is the Neb? <laughs> just tweeting. <laughs> It only lasts for an hour, though. So after an hour, they're going to have to come real fast. So um, Maeve, yes, you, you get down yeah. to where they are. And return. I will uh, return. All right, you come back. Suddenly, <gasps> whoop, there is Maeve standing next Hello. to the two of you. Well, that was elegant. Oh, dude, like, <laughs> warn somebody. <laughs> that was Why? amazing. How, how did you do that, by the way? Uh, magic. <laughs> <laughs> Skill Wait, very well. I mean, why not both? So what? You can just like turn invisible? How'd you get past not, the wind? Not very easily, and not very often. But still, mm. really, all right. Well, that's three of us down. Now it's just the the two of us. I them. mean, how did you do it? Well, uh, I mean, Robin I tucked into the astral plane or something. Like, uh, it's <laughs> weird. Time works differently there. Like, I can kind of like do things there and then pop out Ooh. back into this plane. Maybe that's where I, I'm going too. I, I don't know. Maybe. I've never been there what is What does it look like there? Like this, but different? Yeah, that's not what I see. Mine's like some, like, I don't know, like a silvery, like, I, I don't know, like that pea soup fog that you hear about in some of the stories a little bit, but I do see so, stars. So London? Stars are really far away. Yeah, yeah, pretty much like London. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, but then I see stars really, really far away. I kind of get this idea that I could just walk up to the stars, but like I'm a little afraid to do that. I haven't done that part yet. Um, Aren't stars so, like burning balls of gas? I thought they were our ancestors looking down on us, honestly. <laughs> okay, so I mean, why not both? <laughs> so while you all discuss your like this. interplanar uh, travels, <laughs> Robin and Verusa back on the surface here. Um, Maeve has made it down. Um, okay. I am willing... When can you can you cast from within your backpack? I don't see why not. I I don't think so. Okay. When I go into shell mode, I can't do anything except right. come out. Okay. Oh, so okay. so, so I, unfortunately, you cannot be worn and then cast your vortex while you're in there. Gotcha. Uh, All right, Feruza. How about this? I can get you down there. You send rope. I'll 
tie it around me, I can then mist into 30 feet closer, and then you can just pull me the rest of the way. Hmm. Let's go fly a kite. We can hey, do what that. Y'all, what y'all talking about? We are just, we are just the Disney advertisement tonight. <laughs> At this point, yeah. The magical world. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Just... Neb is painting with all the colors of the wind. <laughs> Neb is because we've had we've Coloring. had Pocahontas, Lion King, the facing graffiti, the Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins. It's yeah. very Aladdin what we're doing. Oh yeah, yes. very much. We're just yeah. okay. Touching nothing but the lamp. <laughs> Touch nothing. Oh, I've already failed at that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Never would be the absolute and paint on the walls. <laughs> oh, worst person to send into them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so like wondering, it is is it too strong the wind for Feruza to attempt to push against it? Like put a shield up and push against it, or is it just that is it that strong? I mean, you have been able to hold on. Yeah. Um sorry. I'm gonna sneeze. Maybe not. Okay. You've been able to hold on against it, but in terms of like pushing back against it, sure. that feels it's it's similar to what you felt coming out of that uh, doorway oh, okay. into the upper atmosphere. Yeah. It's like okay. if you're on like the outside of a plane. Um, okay. You know, this wind is going real All right. real quick, you know, right. hundred miles an hour. <laughs> the the was... crack that the air is emanating out of. That's yes, the Dyson yes. sphere. How wide the is Dyson it? Spear. Yeah, uh, the, we the have, Dyson Spear. That's crack. the homebrew. Come on. Yeah. The, Di- <laughs> the Dyson portal, the Dyson perimeter. We'll come up with a good one. Yeah, how wide is this Dyson crack? It's the, So the, the literal crack of it, again, like half an inch. It's really, really okay. slender. It'd be very hard to see. Uh, Neb is going to use that same power about mm. three feet away from the crack. Mm-hmm. and basically drill a little bit of a hole mm-hmm. down a few Good. feet and then over into where, assumably, this shaft, the Dyson shaft is, yes. and see what happens. Like a small okay. enough, like, like this much of a hole right. so that if she gets blasted with wind, it's not so detrimental to everybody. So on your side, where there's yeah. no wind, you want to go into the wall and then turn and then go towards the crack. So you can exactly. come, come at the crack, but further in. Yeah, I want to see uh, I want to see A, what happens, and B, if there's other ways to disrupt the wind to maybe, if not stop it, you know, gotcha. it, if, if it is a vacuum, enough holes in the vacuum and it can't really suck anymore. Right, right, right. right. Um, Okay, so yes, using your your you know various different molding this, the earth, molding of the earth to kind of create this little juggernaut to come around and, and take a look. It feels like um, certainly you know you, you haven't gone back. How far? How deep do you want to go into the into the wall? Uh, only about five feet. At okay. this point, so I can go you, deeper, even if you but... go all the way the five feet in and over, um, you're basically met with more smooth surface, but you can feel the wind, you know, really like it's it's like um, like if you had two pieces of paper next to each other, the wind is just going through those two pieces of paper, these two sheer bits. And it's almost like they're being kind of held, sucked together um, by that, the pressure, the vacuum, the force of that, of this, the air as it's kind of shooting through the sides and then out through the corridor. 
Okay. So you you're just hit a blank wall with that little half inch, quarter inch space of the air rushing past. So as it does, you can feel some of it kind of, you know, you know, rushing out towards you know towards your face. But it seems to really the the pull of it is in that direction. Okay. All right. Hmm. Well, I don't think I'm going to be able to stop the wind, but um, mm. if, if Farouz is going to try to muscle her way down, I can give her some handholds. Mm. Did, did Maeve Robin leave her? I was just going to put her down. Yeah, she's going to vorpal me down. And vorpal the... <laughs> I'll vorpal you down. Okay. <laughs> well, I got you. Snickety snack. That's right. <laughs> well, then I can make handholds for Robin. It sounded like it, it sounded like somebody was going to need at least a couple feet of, of climbing. To do yeah. This. Um. And, and then, so so basically, Robin's gonna be tethered to me when you forble me down. Is that what's gonna happen, Robin? You you, I'll get you down there. You yes. use your rope. The rope will fly through the wind. I'll catch it. Tie it around myself. Are you then, confident you can catch a flying rope and then repel your way down here, down there? I will misty my way as far as I can. You get me the rest of the 10 feet. How's that? That's strong enough to yank her down like a yo-yo. I can do it. <laughs> Find out. All right. Did Maeve leave her rope up here? I have mine that's 50. Do we need anything longer? Maeve nope. took off. It's only 40 feet away. The... You you take your rope with <laughs> Sorry, you. Sorry. I didn't okay. think to do it. I'll see her down there. Yeah, you'll see I'll her down regards. there. Yeah. I'll give you regards. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Spirit fingers. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and <laughs> I'll send her down. And All right. Um, Feruza, you turn into a gray mist and suddenly appear again. Your, your gray mist has a little bit of like, like electrical flashes. Oh, right? hers does, yes. Of course. Um, as you disappear and then that fist, fist, that mist rearranges itself uh, next to your friends. It's getting a little tight in this corridor now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> This is um, the best description, though, possible of a for her. Mist. Of a Feruza mist. Because a it fist. totally would be a fist, and it's a Feruza mist. <laughs> and it's like, it's just perfect. It it's, is perfect. It's perfect. Yep. Yes. So you rematerialize down here now in this cor crowded corridor. Um, you have your rope in your hand, and. and Again, you look up and you just see Robin's face that has no wrinkles in it as it peers over <laughs> the edge. And her Robin, hair flies you back look like and her girl. earrings and her scarves whipping <laughs> in the wind behind her. Um, it's very <laughs> epic. Very epic. Oh. Very, we should take a uh, picture. Robin, you look Amelia like Amelia Earhart. <laughs> a anyway, okay, so all I need is 50 feet or... Yeah, it's you're 40 feet away from her right at the edge Earth. of this this mm. blowing section yeah so 50 feet would be good so i can wrap it all yeah. right um Bruce i will wrap it on a wrist and then flap it out into the wind okay like hold on to one end the other end gets caught in that wind easy <laughs> taken right out robin you see it just fly right past you give me a, a sleight of hand uh to grab Ooh. onto that oh boy <laughs> oh that's a three that's a three mm -hmm. Unfortunately, if you're trying, it's whipping around frantically in the wind as you're trying to reach out and get it, and your own arm is sort of being flung back, uh, unable to grab it as it moves so quickly. I'm going to try to reach out and uh, grab it with my telekinetic. Okay. Ooh. Um, um, I 
believe that's sleight of hand be with fine. Risen. Yeah, let's do let's do a sleight of hand with your Hmm. Uh, that is a 23. Yeah. So as Silas sees this happening and you're struggling to get it in, in your hand, uh, it just kind of seems to get kind of grabbed telepathically. The end of it is still going wildly, but there's one piece of it that's sort of being held stiff and it just against the wind slowly making its way towards you so that you can get your hand on it and pull it out of the gust where you can handle it more uh, easily. Teamwork! Make yeah. the dream work! Yes. <laughs> As Rob Robin... There is no die in team. As Robin wraps the rope, Neb is going to do three quick things. She's going to yes. turn to Silas and say, hey, would you let our rock friend know that we're going? Because I think I don't think we're taking them with us, right? Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah, <laughs> like, I guess, I, I mean... I can't remember if Silas has spoken to this uh, creature. Um, no, it, it it does not have, you know, it, it has some cognizance, but again, it would be like speaking to a pet or something like that. Just I mean, it, it, it understood us when we were kind of talking back and forth. Yeah. So like, you know, just let it okay. know. I don't, sure, don't want to think. I'll let it know. Like, and so then basically as this is happening, uh, you hear Silas just say, hello, uh, rock spider creature. Um, I guess this is the end of the road. Um, for us now like um i think that you you know i think that zola would be pretty happy with how you've served like because you um, have just done incredibly heroic efforts um got smashed to bits in a place like this i mean that is right. a way to go out like they will welcome you in the halls of whatever the equivalent of valhalla is um, and uh we, we we thank you so much for helping us find this death Three hours later. we now find ourselves in. <laughs> um, Robin, you hear just the, the most sort of content little sigh of the spores come out of this pile of rocks sitting at the side. It just weakly glows uh, as Silas completes this message. It's a good thing none of us can hear it because Neb was thinking you'd say something like, we gotta go, we'll be right back. Not, your job is done. You can now go to the halls You've of Valhalla. you served well. <laughs> oh, my heart. Rest my child. So, so while, while this tragedy is happening, uh, Neb is going to use her ability to move rock and she's going to make basically it, uh, on our side of the wind wall yeah. kind of a... A, a little tiny wall that Feruza can brace herself against. Okay. You know, okay. something like two, three feet of rock. Okay. Right. Uh, okay. So that she's not just on the on the angle. Um, and then because Robin said that she's going to just go about 10 feet away, she's going to, because uh, she can do this up to 30 feet, I'll make handholds in the floor. Gotcha. Um, okay. Where I think it would make the most sense for Robin to to like stick a foot in or stick a hand in and be able to grab onto something other than the rope. Okay. So you just so I give I give Robin a a, a warning of uh, move out of the way because every time I go and pull out some of that rock it immediately goes flying out like a shotgun <laughs> <Yes>. pellet. 
<laughs> so yes, they're just uh, projectile rocks just Which flying one out of the, the rock. <laughs> I mean, you know, now I'm sorry, Feroz. I had no idea it was going to do that. Like a home run baseball, or like a you know a golf ball. It just sort of disappears. It gets lost in the dark. You know, the the, the gray of the skies. <laughs> you don't even see where it lands. Um, oh and then I'll step right. back. Are you going to tie this to yourself, Robin? How do you want to? I mean, yes. Okay. Yes, I I understand. Robin understands that even tying it, it is more like a. Because I'm gonna, it's no matter what. Even if I get there, the wind will blow. Because I know it's not gonna like be taught when I get there. Yes, so, exactly. Um, well thought out because that. that had occurred to your dungeon master. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. the rope is like flaccid or whatever, yeah. but then it's like. As soon yeah. as she misty steps, there's still going to be 30 feet that can she can rock it back. Yes. So, um, yes. so uh, yeah, Robin is just going to look at those handholds and like kind of yell down at, at Neb and's like, I think you believe in me a little too much. Yeah. But she kind of like <laughs> strong arms. Like, All right. No. You got this, Robin. Does anyone want to offer anything to help Robin before she does this? Of any, you know, seeing the worry in her face. I mean, I, I'm I'm certainly going to try to okay. assist telekinetically. Okay. With Feruza's like okay. pull. like I I will help Feruza pull physically. Okay. Um, Silas and then okay. I'm going to try up the rope the tennis or so feet. Like to maybe stabilize Miss Robin with my telekinetic guy. Okay, can got grab it. Things. Um, uh, so I'm going to try that. Um, but the telekinetic uh, force can only lift about 60 pounds. So yeah. whatever that's worth. And this is this is quite a bit more force than that being pushed on her. So actually, I completely take that back. Oh. Something okay, he's got something. I completely did not. Well, wait and see. The gears are turning. Inside. Yeah. Making handholds um, for Robin and a, a wall for Feruza is all that Neb can think about. But when Miss Robin appears, Neb will be there to cheer her on and yeah. maybe offer a little bit of cosmic omens when it's hey, necessary. I, I'm going to say, uh, Miss Robin, uh, tie yourself off the best that you can just in case. But if you can uh, get get closer to me, um, Feruza is going to be pulling, but I also am to telekinetically grab you. Okay. All right. But Robin. you gotta let me. Like so when you feel when you yeah. feel the force, feel like the be force. willing. I feel willingly the take the force. Uh Robin like will Jedi. definitely uh tie like a belay knot like two uh -huh. over figure eight, pull it taut. Mm -hmm. so nice. We're gonna we're gonna don't even need to roll for yeah. it. I believe in the power of Robin's <laughs> mountaineering skills yes. at this point. Um it's an excellent knot. It's tied around you. You even you know, you know how to do it in like the harness way so that it doesn't just like instantly break your bones. Yeah. The, the um, key thing here is I need to ready an action for this. So I you're ready readying an action for you got when it. I see Robin appear within 30 feet of me. You got it. Mm -hmm. Robin. Yeah. I'm ready. Are you ready? All right. So, okay. Uh, I just thought about something. What? <laughs> Don't think. Just grab it. Robin pauses. Maybe, maybe I thought about something. I'm physically wearing the rope. So if I miss yeah. C-step, it's going to come with me, right? 
If you if you Ooh. missed, yes, it will come with. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I'm only. Yes. I don't okay. think it's gonna matter, honestly. Perfect. So. You're a kind DM. Okay. I'm very kind. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's uh, not a very difficult thing. So yes. <laughs> okay, Robin. You just see Robin kind of squint her eyes and into an iridescent mist and appear 30 feet closer to you and she's going to try to grab onto those handholds. All right. I'm going I'm to uh, use my action to just move her. I can move her 30 feet in, oh. in any direction. Oh. Oh. And, and does force of wind, weight, anything I, like that I, matter? That, that's going to be your call. The text just says that I can, as long as they're willing, I can move them 30 feet in any so maybe it's 15 okay feet here's here's what i think yeah it's difficult terrain something like <laughs> yeah. that yeah. it's yeah. Like half yeah. of normal movement um you use charisma for your stuff right Silas? Yes. okay let's do we'll do a two-fold thing here to help this happen so let's start with robin let's give you a strength saving throw you can appear basically in position to hold on to those handholds um immediately ready to go so all you have to do is be strong enough to hold yourself there and not get pushed off so let's make a, str a strength saving throw and and robin if do you, would you like a little bit more help yes okay um <laughs> hear me on yeah, as soon as she appears, mm -hmm. uh, is there something about the handholds? They're like mm -hmm. a little sparkly, mm -hmm. like there's like stardust on the inside. And for whatever reason, that is really inspiring. And so you can add a D6 to this roll. Thank you. All right. Okay. Who knew stardust was so grippy? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like sandpaper, but in the best way. You're not going to like, like rip chalk, up your hands. Like gymnast chalk. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Sparkly chalk. I, uh, with your guidance, I rolled yes. 15 minus one is a 14. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> We're going to come to Silas here in a minute. So you appear there. The rope is a long loop that now comes back to where it's tied around you. Essentially, we're going to call it your equipment, which is why it came with you, mm -hmm. except that it, you know, it, it still has that loop in it. You can feel the wind immediately. <laughs> push full force in you you can hold on with your hands but you lose your feet so what we're gonna say is next time we come around to you you might have to do this again unless silas can get you out of it before that happens silas you see her appear her feet immediately get whipped out from under her as she's holding on feruza you begin running backwards taking up the slack on that mm -hmm. rope as fast as you can silas um let's do this Let's do this as a as a DC using your spell modifier, your like attack spell modifier. So roll a d20 and add your attack spell modifier, your spell attack modifier. 22. 22. Um, with that, Feruza, you get the full taut, um, you know, uh, uh, hold mm -hmm. on, on Robin. That's going to keep her from, even if her hands let go, from going any further. Silas, yes, eyes, you know, kind of narrowed as you move your fingers uh, Robin, you can feel this kind of push on your back as it kind of inches you through the heavy winds until finally you're at the crack and you fall <laughs> forward onto the ground on the still side of the Dyson Circle. 
Well, wow. welcome to the death shaft, everybody. I've already closed up all of the spikes and everything. But... I mean, this ain't in even an hour practical. and a half in. You've made it thirty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, this is what I'm trying to say. It. Like, when people make traps, like, I mean, how's the person that made the trap even gonna get out of this? Like, <laughs> I mean, there, there's got to be some well, some you're button assuming somewhere that they're that missing. corporeal like us. Sure, I mean, maybe maybe a, they're not. An air world. world. Also, maybe that's just how they wipe their feet. Yeah, there's. I, when that's what I was thinking. Yeah. There, I'm Where's thinking two things. One, there's probably <laughs> actually like a front door that they're going in and out of. Or two, these are flying creatures. And so this is probably just like a launch chute that they can, you know, get up into the air. Oh, I'll try it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. You're a flying creature. Also, we're going through the back door. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so down that way is mm -hmm. uh, uh, one way we can go. Did, th did that way have a door? Or am I misremembering? So no, there are no 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 doors no, here at this okay. point. This point, it's got you've got you've got um, you can all start to kind of walk down closer towards it. You all have scouted this part of the corridor, so you know that it's safe. Um, you make it to the edge of the now spike pit. So the corridor that was horizontal, that fell down, you can now look down into it and 30 feet below, see the, the now no spikes because you flipped them over. Um, and there's that little exit 30 feet down um, at the bottom of that, which goes into that sort of hive room with all of the holes and some windy sound. Then for 30 feet across where that horizontal room used to be is now just sort of an open drop, 30 foot drop um, and 30 feet across to kind of continue down this corridor in a horizontal fashion. So which way would we like to go? Oh, geez. It's like the, the stairway to hell or the, <laughs> the corridor to... Everyone's um, still, I just want to paint this picture. Despite the <laughs> fact that you are now in still air, everyone looks incredibly disheveled. Um, you look absolutely crazy. Uh, hair is all over the place. Yeah. All, there's sand in everything. Um, yeah. Things are askew. Probably some of you have little bits of, as you look at each other, some sort of abrasions on your mm. skin from the sand that is whipped across. Uh, your lips are chapped and dry. Everything's a little dry and there's a little sand in your mouth and in your ears. And it's, yeah, it's a you are a wild-looking bunch right my now. My lips hurt real bad. Yeah, my, <laughs> my cheeks hurt, back. but this is great for the scales. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. oh yeah, you're like polished. I haven't gleaned this much ever. <laughs> what were you guys doing down here? Fruz is just looking at the drawings on the walls. Yeah. <laughs> All, well, this I was just um, experimenting did, did, while did, searching. Did Neb found an ancient civilization. Um, and I think that we should study this at some point in the future when we have more time. Absolutely. On the way back. Um, so yeah, we can, do we want to go down into the big room? I'm not saying it was aliens, but I mean, it was aliens. I, mean, I hate to tell you this, but here you're the alien, my friend. Yeah. Mave's right. Right. We're so the aliens. You, this big room that opened up, what, was it like? So I couldn't see the whole thing. It was a pretty big cavern. It had like these indents in the sides of it. I I, I was very smart and I didn't go into the room by myself. Right, Silas? Very, very, very smart. Um, 
I mean, be very proud of me. Like it's the kind of place that you probably would have seen a Minoc fly through because it sounds like there's something spitty down there. And so yeah, it's probably just a spitting? giant worm that is going to swallow us. Well, but, I I also found something sticky and it was like uh, wet sticky, not like spider silk sticky. So it I don't... sounds like you're describing a giant beehive. I thought oh, she was Lord. describing a giant throat. Wait, Both do you think there's options. giant? None of these sound good. Wait, do you think... wait, 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 wait. Do you think there's giant bees down there? None that you can talk to. How about we go straight? <laughs> you hear buzzing? None, none, none that you want me to talk to as well. <laughs> well if we'd like to go straight, we just got to get over this gap. And then we'll, we'll keep going that way. Is it so, just a jump over? What, is that what, what it we is? Know, what, what we know about Flores, right? Let's think about that maybe for a minute. Okay. What mm -hmm. we know about Flores, Flores is like a, a tornado, right? Airbender. Is what we've been told. Yeah. Turbine. Yeah, I suspect. Uh, so we're not we're not looking for a giant queen bee. We're not looking for a. Well, a, a but there could be a queen bee is a working thing. for Flores. <laughs> this could also okay. be the kind of thing in where we won't know he's got to find us. You know, like Zola, we eventually just have to get his attention. As this is happening, I am like you know just like offering hands to like fly over mm, one across. by one okay i don't want That's to do okay you got it unsafely yeah. but i want to just you know fly so if you across. if if you're deciding to go forward and not down uh yeah. silas will just take some time and get you all across yeah yeah and we we can keep talking as this yeah, going. yeah. Mm -hmm. do we think so if he's a giant tornado we're pretty sure that that swath of trees that got ripped up by lots of wind that that was probably him Probably. Now, do we think he's also the invisible giant creature that killed all those wolves? Mm, I don't think so. I hope Why not? not. Why don't you think so, Robin? Well, you described... <laughs> Did you see the creature? No. The, the wolves... Did you the... see footprints of the creature? I don't think I did. I think we just heard it, if, right? If I remember, you heard it. You basically all you saw were enormous trees being parted, yeah, by a force you could not see, and that the wolves were killed from just sort of battering and bludgeoning. They didn't have yeah. like cuts in them; they'd just been kind of beat and flung. Yeah, you know? and they know. didn't see it coming either. Since since we're a part of these kind of stories now, I will say that I, when I read the Chronicles of Narnia. There's this whole thing about, you know, Aslan is not a tame one. So I will just offer up that if Floris is some kind of, you know, I don't know, godly type creature, uh, you know, tornadoes are kind of dangerous. And so, you know, maybe it wasn't like an intentional thing to uh, destroy everything in the path. You know, maybe maybe oh. there are some other circumstances going on. We just need to, you know, make sure that we remember that as we initially talk to i'm not saying the rulers aren't dangerous but i am gonna just float that they all seem to sort of know what they're doing mm. i mean did not politely i mean i don't know zola actually didn't strike me as very intelligent uh when we when we and what i mean by that is there were lots and lots of assumptions being made when we started talking to to zola um that uh you know uh it illustrated a lack of critical thinking to me. 
I don't think it was a lack of critical thinking. I think it was the information that they had on hand. Also, I might have been translating poorly, so that might have been my fault. But I think I think Maeve makes a point, and uh, definitely none of these rulers have been the bastions of amazing good people. Um, but it is something to think about. Hmm. In any well, case, on, onward to the, the, the giant Ketterbees. <laughs> oh no, that's downstairs. That's We're downstairs. going. <laughs> oh well, you're going onward to something we don't know about. The unknown. Excellent. The, unknown. the devil we okay. don't know. If it's still dark, well then let's go. And Maeve just starts taking off. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll follow Maeve since if it's dark. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I, well. I can't even see where I'm going, and I'm just with dark vision. Just the one finger along the wall I'm to the sort of guide you one. as you move forward. Yeah, um, and you will come forward with the with light and dark vision, and however you want to. Uh, is your your ring still lit up, Silas? Okay. Yes. There, yes. there is a an ominous green glow <laughs> that you bring with you. Um, what I will say is those of you, you know, if you are tracing the wall and you, this is, you know, this is a little bit of a walk and a little bit of a maze. We won't go into too much depth of this, but there are choices to be made, directions you can go. There's a bit of a maze-like quality to this. You, as you, you know, um, make your way through, um, you know, we can say you follow the left wall, something like that. As you do, you come upon dead ends and have to turn and come back and retrace. This is quite a cavern. Um, it's reminding you of kind of ant-like habit trails and except that these are, are clearly have these wind tunnel carved out quality to them. Um, and I will also offer as you are moving through, there are absolutely these narrow, like quarter half inch sort of seams all over the place. Um, every between 30 to 60 feet, you come across another sort of seam in the wall. Sometimes it's just half of it. Sometimes it goes all the way around the corridor as before. And whenever you get there, you can feel just this little little draft kind of coming through these. So, so you're saying it's like the thing that we just like- Like the thing you just saw, except it's out? not, it's not the-, the, the Not the, active. It's not active. It's, it's take a blade to it. You're gonna have another Dyson. Jiminy Cricket. Uh, you see well, those kind of spread throughout this complex as you uh, try to make. I mean, I want a retcon because if I'd have known I'd been passing those things, I might not be going. Okay, well, we can like, say no, as just, you come I'm across joking, the first I'm one. I'm just, I'm just, um, just gonna die. You know, we'll we'll say certainly like as you come across the first one, you stick your hand past you. You know, you are careful. I'm not trying to sabotage you. Put or put you know chewing gum in it. There you go. You plug up a, an inch of the circumference. Uh, <laughs> I, I think. Do you, do we think this is how Floris and other air people are getting around? Sure, they can probably activate them to give them a boost, perhaps. Yeah. Activate it. It's it's just going to send us all the way out, like we're getting flushed flushed out of a toilet or something. <laughs> well, let's hope we can talk to him before that happens. Um, continuing to find your way through these, you then come to another of these. It reminds you very much of that larger space that you saw before, but this is much smaller. This does not have the indents, but again, 
carved. It's just that same idea that if there were a whirlwind that kind of got trapped in this spherical area, um, mm -hmm. it, how it would kind of carve the walls. But this one doesn't have any of those indentations. It's really quite smooth. Um, and you can see, again, this corridor continues across the way. It's a large room. It's probably 200 feet across, you know, with your light and your dark vision as you look out into this space. Um, and you can feel there is air circulating through this this sort of spherical underground chamber that is just constantly like a ball of yarn whirling you ever around. You're doing door skydiving. Yeah, kind of that. Oh. <laughs> um, Robin wants to call out like I think she wants to speak to this wind because she's yes. thinking that this might be a yes. entity. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm it's going to be like Dory speaking whale. She's just going to go, <laughs> hello. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they're not going to speak our language, are they? <laughs> are you speaking wind, Robin? <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> she's speaking, speaking wind creature. Um, you feel like maybe it picks up a little bit. It could start maybe moving a little faster. What? What What? what indicates that she feels like? Like if she's standing right by it to kind of go, hello, then maybe there's a little, you know, that kind of, it, it, you know, the little bit of flap of her hair is now suddenly, you know, a, a faster rush kind of in response. Do, do we do we see that or Robin? Do sure. you uh, share that? Yeah. Okay. Um, I am going to try to reach out and detect thoughts in the uh, area. Um, you absolutely do get some thoughts. Um, it's it's a little um, lonely. Um, a little hungry. Oh gosh, of course it is. <laughs> a little starved for Okay, so so I, I I should be able to pick up um, you know, enough of a location from uh -huh. that, like if if I'm detecting it within uh -huh. that range to where um I uh, should now be able to message it if it understands what I'm about to say. Okay. So I am just going to say um we are friends, not food, but we can give you so much food if you help us find Floris. And it can respond. It if can it respond if, if I understand it. Yes. Well, I can. Obviously, if it responds and I'm still detecting thoughts, I should right. be able to pick you get up the right. Something. Be able to exactly. Okay. So it is. It is not. You do not get a a verbal a verbal word, response yeah. word response it also does not seem to tell whatever jumbled sound you sent to it no. um but you get a, a a clear sense of like focusing of thought that there was kind of like a wild thinking about so many things all at the time kind of feel to this again kind of a whirlwind of thought and and feeling hungry you know, lonely, ah, da, da, kind of all at once. And it seems to sort of sharpen 
as if it's brought all of its thoughts into one position. And you do again sense then a change in the wind. Maybe it was going, you know, right to left. And now it seems to kind of slow down to nothing and then start moving in the other direction and begin to pick up some speed. Uh, it is it is sort of reacting to your probing. Not to alarm anyone, but we are not at all alone here. I oh, am, good. Finally, we have someone to talk I to. Am, well, I, I don't know that we can talk to it because it can't understand me. I tried to telepathically talk to it. And all I am, all I am getting is I am detecting the thoughts of a creature. And that creature is lonely and hungry, which is a wonderful combination of qualities for someone to have. What, what are we going to feed something like this, a big yeah. neck? What makes them. what makes wind and air happy? Maybe we can offer it companionship or something. Take a well, ride on the wind. I Maybe. tried to tell it we were friends, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't understand English. Sure, friends. Could does this wind seem strong enough? Like Maeve was saying about indoor skydiving, that we could like. Ride I mean, it? yeah. I mean, when it's going strong, for sure. Um, it, it, as you've seen, there's some, it manipulating it, you know, it has some control over how strong it's pushing. How far pulling. is, is there a drop from where we are? Sure. This is a big, I said, this is a big room. It's like oh, no. 100, right. 200 feet across. So you've got, uh, you know, if you're in the middle of it, it's, you know, it's a hundred feet down, but it's like a, like I said, like a big sphere. Mm. So if you were to like roll out of this, you would be on this sort of slant and you would go down to the bottom of the bowl. Is, so is there what you're saying is I should summon my chair and we should do like the circus <gasps> in a, in a, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, a Maeve motorcycle, uh, day, yes, like Maeve, can you do that? <laughs> Let's try it. <laughs> Yes, please. And I will open my pocket knife, twist it around, click it into gear, and summon my wheel. Yes! And sure, why not? And sure, why not? So go. <laughs> goes to the edge of this, this bowl. Um, Wheelchair BMX kids, look it up, it's awesome. Tips <laughs> herself over, and almost instantly, the wind shifts to your back, sort of pushing down, doing exactly what was sort of in your mind as it pushes you and you gravity as well as the wind pushes and you take up speed, rumbling faster and faster towards the bottom of this thing where you almost feel your, your stomach kind of rise out as it then starts to push you up. And indeed the pressure above as you begin to do loops and circles now this is an enormous space so it takes time for this to happen but it is pushing you intentionally you can feel it helping it if you were to like direct your wheels it's almost like it senses it too and compensates and moves with you uh silas with your detect thoughts wow. you're getting a little sense of glee I, um, some of Maeve, that loneliness Maeve, you've got to keep doing this it's, getting... it's happy you might be getting glee from Maeve too. If that's what you're picking up on. Uh -huh. Hey, hey, seriously, I think it's making it happy. Maybe, maybe this is the answer. Um, like, do, do, can anyone else like go out there and and like, wait a minute, I can fly. And then Silas is just gonna gonna go out there and then like yes. briefly he's gonna. I'm going to try to act like uh, one thing that uh, people do not know about uh, Silas is that he actually is a trained dancer. Um, and yeah. so Silas, um, he, he used to take ballroom dancing. 
lessons uh, uh, and did some amateur competitions. So, um, <laughs> so with that, um, he is going to actually like fly, but then I want to try to put on an air like I am dancing with whatever this creature is. Gotcha. Oh, so as you come out, it doesn't quite know how to react to you for a moment because you I don't get that seem a lot. to have yeah. gravity, yeah. right? Like you can feel it from below. The effect is this wind keeps trying to push you up like it's afraid. You're I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go with it to a degree, mm -hmm. like as it's doing that. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and again, like I'm letting it lead. And again, it doesn't have to think about it in these yeah. terms, but, but I'm uh, like, you know, whatever it is trying to do, I'm like, you know, going to roll with it, but then I'm trying to be graceful esque in uh in the reaction and responses to those things so it, it it floats you up and up and once it realizes it doesn't have to really push you or hold you you do indeed feel it start to circle around you know kind of a little tornado or a little a little whirlwind around you uh almost floating your arms up into that perfect you know box hold uh and spinning you around as as Maeve BMXs around the, the circumference of this thing, getting faster and faster, you can see the spark of her wheels against the stone as she you know, spins around and, and Silas is doing twirls and spinning within this, this globe. It seems to easily be able to handle both of you. As we're doing playing this, with um, them. <laughs> I want to look around the room and see if there's anything else in the room that we can see as as we're getting because I'm now getting a 360 yeah. of everything in here. You are getting yes. Every time you come, you know, around another way, it's pushing you slightly on another angle, uh, getting yeah. another bit of space. So yes, uh, let's do a perception check. Okay. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Um. There is definitely an exit at the dead center bottom of okay. this sphere. Um, you're pretty sure there might also be one at the dead center top of it. Um, you don't see anything that continues off sort of horizontally in that way. Um, but top and bottom, you're pretty sure you have narrowly avoided uh, a hole at the top and at the bottom. Okay. Um, other than that... If, if, if I... Uh, um ever get to the point because I'm not going to just intentionally be oblivious anyway. Yes. But if, but if I see one towards the top, yes. um, I, uh, at whatever point that happens, I am going to try to kind of react to get a closer look yep. um, um, at the top there. And I'm not saying that I'm going to exit, but, uh, but I certainly just want to you know, try to get a closer look to see, you know, is there a door? Is it um, just, you know, dark up there, yep. you know, like, Okay. Um, so as you start to fly up closer, let's just see between Robin, Neb, and Feruza, is there anything you would like to do in this moment as as uh, Maeve and Silas are flying around? Um, Robin will hold out a hand to Neb <laughs> and uh, just say, um, leap of faith. With you always. And I'll take it. And she, she'll grab Neb's <laughs> hand and we'll kind of step on the edge. And and she's like, ever since I saw Willy Wonka, I've wanted to do this. Yes! Oh! <laughs> and we'll step off. As the two of you step off, again, your stomachs <gasps> immediately kind of rise up into your throats as you plummet. Uh, immediately gravity taking over. And just as it looks like you're going to hit that bottom, however, like Featherfall like you felt before from your friends having helped you. It just kind of picks you up 
and almost exactly like indoor skydiving, you're sort of risen <laughs> up on this wind and then it kind of lets it go and you fall and you start to go faster and then it picks you up and kind of pulls you up back towards the ceiling, bouncing you like a yo-yo in this space. Now for Riza, <laughs> standing in this open corridor, looking in with <laughs> Silas's you know, light on his ring uh, and you know, just, <laughs> just watching your friends being sort of tossed around and pushed and moved. What would you like to do? She is, she's literally just standing there looking at them like, all right, all right, all right. I'll play with you, Mr. Wind. She's gonna step off and put her hands out like she's, what's his face, Eddie Vedder. <laughs> crowd surfing yeah and then hopefully i guess step into the wind thing you but while she does it yes. she wants to use thaumaturgy to troll and like release like a like some ominous whispers that are really scary into the air just to troll her friends <laughs> i so can play you, too as you <laughs> fall backward this air just exactly like a like a mosh pit crowd surf picks you up almost immediately and begins to float you on your back across this large space as you're looking around and seeing everyone. Meanwhile, you're all hearing, yes, <laughs> creepy, ominous whispers. Uh, Can I, I, may, <laughs> may I try and like, may I incite that or, or try and like, uh, what I'm getting at is like, yes. I feel like I I'm a prankster. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Like, I want to see if I can catch that. What for? Yes, insight, trying. please. Let's go okay. ahead and we'll give it. Uh, 17. 17? Um, yeah, they're a little hokey. <laughs> They're a little tropey, a little like, you know, like you've heard of like a scary movie or something. You're like, that's so familiar. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Silas, despite this creepy, ominous uh, uh, Halloween. whispers, Halloween-y, you know. Halloween. Yeah, don't step by the skeleton at Target, you know, <laughs> kind of vibe to these whispers. Silas, you are just getting a sense of increasing happiness and glee and excitement and even that hunger feeling is starting to subside almost like what it is hungry for are these kinds of gleeful feelings and expressions you're also all starting to notice that this is picking up speed and intensity quite quickly to the point now where you're maybe getting a little uncomfortable and it's getting harder to control uh, where you are being pushed or moved. And there's a couple of near misses where you come a little close maybe to a friend. Um, as this starts to take on an ever more intense feeling and Maeve, like you don't feel like your brakes could stop you at this point. Um, what are the walls made of in here? Same sort of sandstone, very smooth. You can see some striations of different types, but it is. How yeah. soft is that stone? Do we, um, we? You could pick at it pretty easily, and it would, you know, again, it's been eroded 
you know, you even right now can see, you know, sh little bits of sand flying in the air around okay. you. I am going to try to message the creature again. I understand yeah. it can't understand me, but um, it's not really what I'm saying. It's the tone that I'm saying it, trying to um, show a little bit of fear. A little bit of fear. So I am just, um, I, I am just like, you know, um, I, I start uh, saying something like, "Oh no." Uh, uh, that that Damon Dog in Ghostbusters was 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 coming for me. I never should have watched that when I was four. Like, why did my parents let me do that? Um, and I'm just trying. I'm trying to evoke like some kind of memory that yes. like, made me feel afraid, just yes. to see if it can possibly uh, pick up on any of that mental energy to denote that you know maybe we're, we're not consensual anymore. Yes. Um it picks up even more and that hungry you know satiated feeling of just binging on your feelings is starting to get ever more intense and before we come to a close here i think i'd like all of you to make a wisdom saving throw. it is magic okay there we go 26. Oh, nice. 17. Or bad. 15. 17. 18. All right. 17 and above. You absolutely can start to feel this is wrong, right? You're losing control over your own body. You're now being thrashed mm -hmm. around. It's not comfortable anymore. Um, you know, you're, you're starting to feel that this is getting out of control. 16 and lower, Robin, my dear, having the time of your life. This is spectacular. You hope it never ends. Um, you just, you know, especially now, because you can kind of curl up in this tight little ball if you want to, you can get sort of like almost like half of what Maeve is doing, like rolled up the side and then it's <laughs> spiraled and thrown around. Um, and you are going to take... Oh, boy. <laughs> eight bludgeoning damage but you're not going to realize it okay you're going to take the eight but there's no exclamation of pain or reaction to having gotten that damage but you're just being tossed around so intensely that you're just kind of your your joints and your muscles are just sort of being battered without you realizing that it's happening the rest of you however are going to take half that so four each Ooh. um but you're going to feel it Hey, that that's starting to really, uh, you know, you can feel that it wrenched an arm in a direction and practically dislocated, definitely mm. tore a few of those ligaments right there. And as you begin to have this growing sense that this is a bit of a trap, we will say good night and thank you all so much for being oh, here this man. evening for Chill in the Rare Time. <laughs> we literally fell right into it, you guys. <laughs> we ever just want to play. Like, seriously, why can't they ever just want to play? <laughs> and uh, thank you all. And please remember that you are what you believe yourself to be. I adore you all. Good night. Dick Gillis. Thanks for listening. 
We hope you enjoyed this episode of Children of Arte. To learn more about Demiplane, visit demiplane.com and embark on your own adventure today.